Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Loving That Sports Talk with your host, James Loving. If you're looking for a fast-paced show that covers football and so much more, this is the place to be. Now, here's your host, formerly of the Philadelphia Eagles, James Loving. This is James Loving, host of Loving That Sports Talk. We have my co-host, Terry Jackson. TJ, you there? I'm here. That's good to have you on. Are you ready to rev it up today? I'm ready. All right, we should be getting on some callers, calling in, getting their predictions, and getting this and that in today. So it's going to be a good one today. Well, actually, it's always a good one, right there? Absolutely, it is. <laughs> well, first, I'd like to give a shout-out to uh, one of our listeners there in Kansas City, Missouri, that always listen in, and the Kansas City Chiefs fan, Diane Brown. She always calls in and leave us great messages. So, But we already know the Chiefs ain't going to do nothing, right? <laughs> well, not this year. <laughs> you know, well, we got, uh, Terry, we got Gillian on the line. Gillian, you there? Hello? I'm here. Can you hear me, Jay? Yeah, you hear him, Terry? Yeah. All right. Well, How Terry, you doing, How you guys doing? Good. Good. Gillian, me and Terry were just saying, was kind of worried. We didn't think you want to call in after that. <laughs> hey, I wasn't afraid to call in. <laughs> well, what, what we could do is we could all talk, then when we get a caller to call in and get a petition, we'll go to them, get that man and all. But right now, first, before we talk, we want to get this little Tebow thing out of the way. Um, <laughs> and if I'm quoting you right, Terry, you said that Tebow is not going to be a good quarterback, right? He's going to get better, but he's not going to be good. But after that whooping he took, why are they still saying he's a great quarterback? Well, who's saying that? So you got all these sports writers here and there talking about, you know, he did this, he didn't lose the game. He lost that game. Debo is a great athlete. He's a big guy. He really needs some work on his mechanics as far as being a quarterback. I believe, and I'm saying this, and I've said it before, Debo will get better as a quarterback. His skills will improve from this year uh, as they go forward, no doubt about it, because he's got that work ethic. He wants to be better. He wants to play quarterback. Now, in my opinion, I feel that the offense that the Denver Broncos run is not going to last very long in the league. 
it came on like a storm this this season. It, they, people couldn't stop it. But it's not that difficult, I don't think, that these great defensive coordinators and stuff can't figure out. Um, Tebow's going to improve. How much is he going to improve from this year to last year is, 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 is yet to be seen. Teams are going to make them throw more for him to prove that, that he has gotten better and that he's a better quarterback and that he can make all those throws on a consistent basis. But 10 out of 21, I don't believe, is going to win next year um, any game. So he's going to improve. Again, that's my opinion. Caleb, I can't wait to hear this one, Terry. I'm sitting back. <laughs> well, I mean, again, he's, he's a young quarterback, so he's going to improve. He's going to work hard to, to make himself better, uh, a better quarterback. And so, I mean, I don't see why you don't give him a chance to do that. John Elway's gone on the record and said that he has an opportunity to go into training camp next year as their starter. And he'll get a chance to get his OTAs in. He'll get a chance to go through a training camp, work with his receivers this off season, and and get timing with them. Uh, hopefully, they can improve in the receiver area. Get a, get him another receiver. Get a tight end in there. Uh, and uh, I don't think it's all Tebow. It's a team effort, like you always say, James. But all of a sudden, it's all Tebow's fault that they lost this game. And if you ask me, uh, Tebow didn't lose the game. They, defense did not show up from the first play on. So that's my opinion of it. Tim Tebow didn't have a strong game, but he didn't necessarily have a horrible game either. Uh, the, uh, Bill Belichick, if you look at his history, he is able to game plan the other team's offense and take away their best thing that they do and make them beat you with supplemental players. And he's notorious for doing that, and that's what they did in this game. And so uh, Bill Belichick, he's just a genius. That's it. And But Tim Tebow needs to get better. There's no doubt about that. He'll have an opportunity to do that, and it's up to him to prove you naysayers wrong and to uh, show that he could be a quarterback in this league. And he has every opportunity to do that, and that's all we ask for as athletes is the opportunity to do that, and he's getting it. And so uh, hopefully he'll be able to do that. Well, well, uh, Jalen, I'm not done with you, but uh, we got a call on the line. Eric Coleman, are you there? How you doing, guys? Good, Eric. How are you? What's up, Eric? What's happening? Hey, Eric, I remember yeah. Sunday night when um, New England played. I called you right away. Go ahead. <laughs> Tell about that conversation because I love calling you, Eric. <laughs> oh, man, I uh, we were a little uh, excited there about that. Uh, what was happening on, on, on TV. It's, um, I think, like I said from the very beginning, and, and you might agree with James, is that we were just, we were just fed up with the Tebow. Uh, even though we are Bronco fans, well, I, I am a Bronco fan, but like I said, the media and the fans just took it over the top, and I just wanted it to stop and let's get our senses back and and, and start judging uh, the team on how they're playing and, and get rid of all the unnecessary hype. You know, it's kind of like, to me, I know, have you ever uh, purchased a song and, you know, you really like this song and, and all of a sudden, every day, four or five times a day, you hear it on the radio, and all of a sudden, you don't get, you don't like it no more. <laughs> yeah, that's what happened. That uh, that's what happened to me. I mean, like, great Tebow come in do some stuff, and then every time the man took a breath, he was in the headlines, and I just needed that to stop. Eric, I I, I agree with that. Um, I, I totally agree with that. It's not that I don't dislike Tebow. Uh, I do. 
like him. I, I, I have even rooted for him at times. Um, but like I said, I, I think that this has just been taken way out of control. And, and I think we've said that on previous shows as well. Um, you, you do. You get tired of it. In fact, hopefully this will be the last time we have to sit and, and hold a show about Tebow. <laughs> yeah, that that would be great. I uh, I remember I was posting on Facebook before the game even started, and I said, um, I don't think New England can score enough points for me to be happy. I don't know how how high did that scoreboard go? Um, in all my years, in my entire life uh, of being in Denver, I've never rooted against the Broncos until uh, New England. As a first time ever, I wanted the Broncos to lose. And- but and, that, and that's unfortunate because you're, you're rooting against your own team, and then because of what the media has done, not what Tim Tebow has done. Tim Tebow has done nothing but try to work hard and play hard and and do the things that we as athletes try to do to be successful. So you're rooting against the media, and but you're making it Tim Tebow. No, so I'm that, not making that's, it that's and you're right. I'm because there's nothing you can do. It's just like uh, with uh, Cal Orton. You're saying you want to go against. Uh, Tim Tebow because of what the media has done. And and so people went against Kyle Orton. And so it, to me, those are similar things. They don't want Kyle Orton to succeed. You don't want say, Tebow to succeed because of what the media has done. And that's, no, that's I don't, no, 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 that's not true at all. I, I don't mind Tim Tebow exceeding. But they were giving him hype that was not deserved, Galen. That's not the truth. It was deserved. Eric, if you look at the matter, they went one and four. It was time to make a change. And look what happened. Magic happened in the Mile High City. They, the fan base increased. Restaurants were filling up. The team made more money. Number one jersey seller. The most popular athlete in the nation. Okay? But for what? Sure, when, you're, certainly. when you're less than 50%. There's lots of things that happen because what, of Tebow. What does it matter? You're less than 50% on your accuracy. Even the ones that you do complete are ducks. They're wobbling down the field. But you're winning. That's what this game is all about. It's about right. winning. Right, but it wasn't. But that's the whole point. It was right. a team effort. It was, it was everybody wins as a team effort. There's no team out there who doesn't win with a team effort. Then why right. wasn't okay, that's the fine. If it is a team effort, then why was Tebow the only one getting pressed? Because he yeah. is the quarterback, and when he came in, that's when everything happened. Oh, oh, oh Caleb. No. Yeah, you know, well, that's that's what happened. They were one and four. So no, there's no. There's no. He came in. He changed the whole mindset of that team. Beginning. So you can't. Brady you can't and, not give Tim Tebow credit for that. He changed the whole mindset and their belief in themselves because. Brady because has that's the when they history. started winning. Brady has the talent. Brady has the team. Brady has done so much, and he wasn't even getting any press. It was all Tim Tebow. They even compared Tim Tebow to some of the best quarterbacks in the league. That was ridiculous. Yeah. You're talking about ridiculous. the press. Like I said, a, this has nothing to do with Tebow. side-by-side comparison of Tebow against, uh, I can't remember the quarterback. Um, they did a side-by-side comparison on how they throw. That was absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, it was. And then, and that's what that's all we're trying to say, Gabriel. The fans, you guys are talking about the media. Tim Tebow did not get up there and do a side-side comparison with him and Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers or any other elite quarterback in the league. He always has said, when you listen to him, he has said, "I need to get better. My team makes me better than what I am." Those are the things Tim Tebow says. 
You guys are against the media. If you got a problem, say something about the people who are hyping them too much in the media or people who are degrading them like yourselves in the media because for what reason? You can't go over the top one way or the other. You either you, you got to look at it from a standpoint that it's a young quarterback. He's trying to get better. His team believes in him. He's made some good plays throughout the whole season. He has made bad plays. But that's everybody in the league. But, David, is it fair to say the media can make or break you? Either they're on you, on your side, and they'll build your career, or you do something they're going to end it. They built it with the fans cheering for Tebow to get in. The fans got made that team put him in the game. The media does not make or break anybody to me. I mean, if you're going to let the media dictate who you were going to be as a player, then none of those elite. I mean, the media does not make Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers or anybody else. They make themselves, and when they work hard, to be the athletes that they are. They make themselves. The media does what the media does. You know, here's the thing. The thing about it is, is that this kid came on, nobody thought he was going to succeed. Nobody did. Um, including me. I didn't think he was going to succeed. The kid came in and they won football games. Now, no, it's not all Tim Tebow. We need to understand that. And we don't have control over what is put on television or written in newspapers. We don't. We can't dislike or down that kid for that. He didn't do that. They did that. Somebody else totally did that. Now, we can like it or we or, or not. Now, I'm, I'm not a great fan of, of all the press and, 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 and props that everybody was trying to give Tim Tebow because it wasn't Tim Tebow, and we know that. As athletes, we know what it takes to win, and it's not just one person. MJ didn't do it by himself. Kobe didn't do it by himself. It just doesn't happen. Brady doesn't do it by himself. The bottom line is, is that Tebow didn't have any control over the hype that he was getting, and I, and I hope we're not downing him or disliking him for that. It, it, that was totally somebody else. I was impressed with him as he went on. I couldn't believe it. I was in disbelief just as well as anybody else was. And there's no way he's going to win. In fact, the last eight games that they played, I picked them to win three of them. Well, they won six. I didn't even think they'd make it to the playoffs. It isn't all about Tebow. It has to be about that Denver Broncos team. But that's not Tebow's fault, guys. I agree with, I agree with you wholeheartedly in what you said. Not, I have never been against Tim Tebow, and I, I said that from the start. My, my beef was with the fans and the media. And for Galen to say that the media cannot make or break you, I just, that, that's incredible. I can't even believe you said that. The media does do that. They give you hype that you don't deserve. I remember one, I, I can't remember who said this, but they said, if you put a rock on television long enough, that rock will be famous. Yeah. Okay, the media can make and break you. Um, Tim Tebow, like I said, nothing against him. I think he has come a, a long way and he's getting better. But I had just got tired of the, the fans and the media and all the hype. Um, you look at some of the other quarterbacks in the league, like um, like Brady, they have the stats. They have the years of experience that they have uh, changed the game, and they deserve to have uh, the press. Now, I'm just saying that, the press took it to another level. It is not Tim Tebow's fault. Tim Tebow could have threw interception every other game, and and they could have excused it away some kind of way, and he still would have been this you know hyped quarterback. 
it's not Tim Tebow's fault for what the media has done, but still, you can get tired of hearing the media over-exaggerate what this guy has done. You know, that's all I'm saying. I just got tired of hearing the media. Yeah, okay, but you were saying Tebow when you came on the show. You were saying Tebow, <laughs> I'm tired of Tebow, I'm going against the Broncos because of Tebow. Now, no, I, if you're going to say no. it's the media, I can certainly agree with you because I've dealt with the media in the past, and I know how they work. And so, therefore, uh, that's why I believe what I believe. The media does not make or break you, in my opinion, as it relates to your success in the league, okay? You go, if, you're going to go on, if you have an opportunity to play in the league, all right, with your abilities, and you work as hard as you can, the media can only do how you perform. Hold on, Is that Kayla. right? Hold on, hold on one second. We have to take a break, and when we come back, hold that thought, Kayla. Um, this is James Loving, host of Loving That Sports Talk, and we don't want to lose Galen Saxon, boy. He fired up. We'll be right back. <laughs> Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. When it comes to youth and high school football, listen each week to Coach Al Gross at First and Ten Football. Coach covers vital topics relating to the latest trend on a national level. Join Coach as he interviews personalities from the NFL, NCAA, and the top high school coaches from around the country. Catch all the interviews and get in-depth information online at www.firstand10football.com. Your national resource for youth and high school football. First and Ten Football is Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Sports. Get ready to talk sports with the big guys. Tune in to Lockdown Coverage with Keith Lewis every Tuesday for the inside and outside of the business of sports. Keith and his guests will provide expert commentary and answer all of your burning questions about your favorite team, the players, and what's next. It's time to have fun with the game. Listen for Lockdown Coverage with Keith Lewis and his favorite co-hosts every Tuesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. The talk doesn't get any hotter. Tune in to a show about making a comeback and what really goes on behind the scenes with your favorite athletes and beyond. Listen for The Comeback Radio Show with Tony Farmer. A lot of people believe what they read on the Internet, hear and see in the media, and on the news. We're going to give our guests the chance to tell the real story without the extra hype. It's not just sports, although that will be a focal point of the program. We'll also look at the world of celebrities, music, modeling, and more. Listen every Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Sports. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. You're hooked up with Loving That Sports Talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. This is James Loving, host of Loving That Sports Talk. And when we was on break, um, when we went for break, we had Galen a little fired up, but 
you know, I heard from you, Eric, and I haven't heard from you, Terry, but I don't understand when Galen talking about the media don't make or break you. Galen, well, it's understandable that you're saying that, because uh, even what a player does outside of the field, it still could be put in the media, and it's going to make that player where, you know, if something he did wrong in the Harmon's career or something, I don't, I, I don't understand, Galen, you, you know, maybe, you know, you need to clear that up. Let's take it another. Okay, let's okay, let's, another let me way. ask that question let's, let's real quick, like when, when, when we're uh, putting candidates up for president, okay, half the people don't meet these people. They don't know them. It's all about how our media presents that person, okay? Mm-hmm. That's how you're going to gain an opinion because you don't have time to go meet this one and meet that one personally. They're not even going to have time to sit down and talk to you, okay? Tebow's not out talking to anybody. He's not out giving a a dissertation on on, on uh, CBS or, or, or any of these other daily shows. In fact, he turned down one, from my understanding, not too mm-hmm. long ago, which I, I think is a good move. I don't think that this kid is out there trying to raise his name in that way. We have no control over what the media does, and that's how people are going to gain their opinions. Now, can, your, can, can the opinion on a person make or break you? Possibly. I mean, it's going to have some kind of effect on you. So I understand what Galen's saying. I also understand what Eric's saying as well. But it's everybody's opinion. Also, uh, to answer your question, Love, uh, if I do something negative off the field, of course the media is going to report that. But it's me who does the negative thing. So what if I do something negative, I should read you know, the consequence of what I've done, right? So, yeah. of course, that's me uh, making or breaking me because I've done something wrong, and so the media is going to report that, and therefore I am giving my own self in a negative light, and therefore that's why you get negative press of when you do something wrong off the field. I also can be like Tebow or some of the other great athletes in the NFL and other sports who are positive people off the off the field, and then they get positive press off the field. And so, you know, again, I mean, you could say the media makes or breaks that person. It's that person who is doing the negative thing or doing the positive thing in the community that's making or breaking their own career. So, I mean, if you're not doing anything negative and the media is not coming to ask you to look for negative things and they find it and then they report it, that would be you doing negative things when they when. People don't want to hear about positive things a lot of the time, so you may not get that kind of press. Or they may be like how they relate to Tebow. He's trying to do positive things. He's a good, positive role model. Uh, and people don't, don't believe that he's genuinely who he is. And people around him say, yes, he is who he is. So well, that's okay, my opinion. Yeah, I think this, this is the, the point I think we need to uh, be uh, clear about when we're talking about the media making or breaking you. Um, the media can print and say report whatever they want about you that's not going to change your character and who you are what we're what i'm trying to say when i say the media makes a break you is this galen let's say you get caught drinking and driving we'll we'll come up with something that's uh totally um out of the ordinary for you let's say you get caught drinking and driving you get pulled over you're not just going to go through the normal police uh reports and 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 all that and, and then go home Okay, you're going to be in the news. Galen Thaxton of this drafted this, played with this team. They're going to pull up all of that stuff to report on what Galen did. 
NFL player drunk driving, okay? Now, you get Joe Smith, there's 50,000 of them getting pulled over for drunken driving, and you never hear a single thing, okay? That is the media taking something and blowing it up. You're not the only one who, who, who has been caught drinking and driving, but because of your history, the media is going to change the public perception. Now, all of a sudden, you're this superstar who's got... Uh, who's who's been drinking and driving, and and I think that's what we're saying. The media does not change your character. If you are a a, um, a bad person, then the media the media is going to print that you're a bad person. But it do, but how they hype it up is going to be the difference. Uh, but you, but, but what you're saying is what I'm saying. You're making or breaking yourself, and that and so I mean, what's that have to do with the media? If you if I go out and I drink and I drive. Then that's me changing the public perception of what no, I am. The public's not going to know anything about it if you're just Joe, Joe Smith on the street. But, but I'm not just Joe history. Smith on the street. I am a professional athlete, and I am paid to be a, a, a good character. I am paid, and, 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 and people put me in a different uh, perspective than they do the normal Joe Blow. And that comes with the territory, and that's why they pay these athletes so much money. So when, when you step on that field and you become an NFL athlete, you have responsibility outside what the normal Joe Blow has. And you, and you should know that going into it from the time you're uh, a college athlete and the, and the press and the exposure that you get uh, from athletics, you know that going into it. And you know that you have to hide those things more than the more normal person. And so if you're exposed doing them by the media because you're doing them, how is that the press's fault? Because, Galen, let me say this. Say you go out for dinner with, with somebody at dinner and you have two drinks, and the media see say, oh, Galen Saxon now had two drinks. He's drinking. He's drunk. They stir that up, and the media make that out to be something that it wasn't only because he had two drinks. Now, it is your right to go out and drink. I don't care who you are. You can be the president or you can be nobody. But once it goes out and they see that, then now the media get a hold of it. And now you all must say, oh, Galen's a drunk. You know, he exactly. had two drinks. He was out drinking. You didn't even drive home. Just say you all are drinking like that. Now they got a hold of that and said, okay, oh, he's drinking a lot. He's out with, you know, blah, blah, blah. That's what me and Eric trying to say. You know, one little thing could change something of your life by just the media getting a hold of and taking it a mile away, you know? That's what we're trying to say. Am I right, Eric? That's exactly. Yeah. You're just, that, that was a perfect example, even better than mine. Okay, Everyone the question can go out there and have a drink, but if the media decides that you were drunk and they saw you having two drinks and they put right. that out there, now the, the public's perception is, oh, he's a drunk. Well, I don't know. I, I mean, I've never heard of anybody reporting that someone had two drinks. But well, you don't have to case, take it literally. Course, yeah, that's that's stretching it a little bit. My point would be is when you actually get caught drinking and driving something that you harm society with. I mean, of course, if you're going to do something to harm society, that's going to be paper worthy. But someone going out into the, you know, I don't know, John Elway or whoever going out. And 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 saying that, and they report that he had two drinks. I don't think too many people are going to get too excited about that and say anything about it. That's about it's a character. I don't I don't understand that one. But to they're me, not, you have not to reporting two represent drinks. yourself in a light that is worthy for a professional athlete. And that's what the problem is. And whenever you have to draw from society, you get everything that society has to represent out there. But trying so to relate that's this why back you pull to some athletes that have problems. Some of them don't. Some of them are medium. 
trying to relate this back to Tim Tebow, I mean, here, here we go again about the media's perception. The media's perception of Tim Tebow is that Tim Tebow was the one who got these guys to playing hard. Tim Tebow's the one who's winning all these games. That's the media's perception of it. They're the ones that are reporting that out. And, and all I'm saying is that they, they can try to make Tebow out to be something that he's not, which is what I'm afraid of, because if and when Tebow is unsuccessful, the kid's going to fall hard on something that he didn't have any, any say in doing. It's, it's someone else who's hyping him up to be something he may not be. And that's what my fear is for him, you know, as, as an athlete uh, and as a young kid. I mean, that's not going to change what Tim Tebow's all about. That's not going to change Tim Tebow's faith. That's not going to change how he wants to perceive himself in, in changing this world, I guess. Um, but it, it's sad that they're hyping him up so high and so far that if and when he does fall or, or, or mistakes happen, that's what's going to hurt. You, you know what, guys? We got we got two minutes for a break. Eric got to get out of here. But go ahead, Eric, and I'll tell you what you want to say. No, I thought, man, I wanted to answer some uh, viewers' questions. I didn't want to talk about Tim Tebow again this week. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we, had, we had call on the line. I, I told call back because Gator, I had to hear him. He's getting fired up. Well, I want to keep lighting up in him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I'm, 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 I'm prepared for next year to see Tim Tebow increase his uh, completions um, and just play smarter games. And uh, and have the media just just report, you know, what they see. It, you know, don't be. I don't know. It, it, like I said, this this year I just wanted it to end, and I'm, I'm glad it's finally over. And uh, next year, we'll, hopefully, we'll be on track with. Uh, and like, um, you know, don't 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 put him on a pedestal that's so high that if he does fail, he he falls hard. But from what I've seen. I think he is going to work hard on the off season and come back as a pretty good player. And I think he's going to he's going to hopefully he his stats will um, reflect all the hard work he did over the summer or Eric, over the off season. Before you leave, Eric, who you got in the Super Bowl and give us a score? Oh, geez, man! Uh, I want New England. You know who I want to see? I want to see New England and Ravens. Well, they can't play each other. Well, they can't play each other. Yeah, who's, yeah, who's, yeah. who's the Ravens playing? They're playing... Um, Ravens are playing New England. Gavin got you that third up, Eric? Yeah, he do. <laughs> who, who's... Uh... Oh, no, you know, San Francisco. San Francisco? All right. Galen's pick last week, he, he kind of stunned me on that one, so... I'm gonna go with that one. I think that'll be a good, good game. Twenty-eight, twenty-one. All right, we got you down. I got you down. Uh, thanks for coming on again. Next week, Eric, we'll get to the email. You know, maybe we have a comma gala. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna take another break. And I'd like to thank Eric for being on the show again. And this is Jay Loving, both the Level of Sports Talk co-host Terry Jackson, and we got our Galen Jackson fired up today. We'll be right back. Thank <laughs> you, Eric. Your internet.
passionate flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Have we got a high-energy, all-access sports show for you? It's Outside the Huddle, starring Lemont Williams. Each week, join Lemont as he takes callers, discusses the week's top stories in the world of sports, and sits down with active and former players to discuss their transition from sports to business. Outside the Huddle is a great resource for players making career transitions both on and off the field. Tune in Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 Central, and 5 Pacific for Outside the Huddle on the Voice America Sports Channel. Kevin Lewis has been a student of the game his entire life, from Little League to the NFL. Tune in Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern, right here on Voice America Sports. Hustling with K. Lewis. It's not where you start, it's how you finish. Looking for the best show about horse racing and handicapping? Want to play the ponies? Join us every week for Winning Ponies with John Engelhart, racing's regular guy, where you'll go inside and behind the scenes with the top jockeys, trainers, agents, and handicappers in the world of horse racing. This show is the perfect complement to the Winning Ponies handicapping website. Listen for top plays for the weekend and the spot play of the week and win prizes just for calling in. Winning Ponies with John Engelhart is live Thursdays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Network. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. You're hooked up with Loving That Sports Talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. This is James Loving. I'm still on the sports talk. And before we went to break, you know, we got Gabe a little fired up. Didn't we, Terry? <laughs> yeah, Gabe was a little upset. <laughs> yeah, he was a little upset. You know, I'm sorry. You know, we got to bring him some cookies home or something, you know. Make him happy. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, we had a caller, and I told him to call back, so hopefully they'll call back. But I didn't want to interrupt because we was doing, you know, talking to get this over with. But, um, I guess before we go to our picks and what we think going to be in the Super Bowl, I got a question that came up earlier that needs to be asked for one of our listeners. And the question goes, why does Tim Tebow have to fall? Maybe he will only grow into a great great player. Um, you guys want to shoot at that one? Well, I, I think I think he's going to get better. Um, I, I honestly do. I think that, you know, his work ethic, and, and, and I keep saying this, sounds like I'm repeating myself. I, I think the kid is, is, is a heck of an athlete. He's big. He's strong. Uh, the position he's playing right now, and 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 the offensive scheme that they had him playing, and he did it well. He did it better than anybody else could. Okay, uh, you're not going to get Michael Vick, uh, Tony Romo, uh, Brady, a Breeze. Any of those guys are not going to run that offensive scheme like Tebow did. Now, what they had him set up to do, he did it, and he did it well. So he's going to get better. Uh, like Eric said, it's going to be really interesting to see what happens. Okay, uh, and saying that, so. I'm uh, sorry, Terry. Go ahead. I took it. I'm done. Okay, Kevin, before you answer, I want to get this caller in. Mike D'Angelo, are you there? Hey, hey, Jimmy, how you doing today? 
Good. How are you today, Mike? I'm hanging in there. Look, I want to bag up just before the break. You were talking about Tim Tebow, and you were talking about uh, the media and, and how the media exploits people, and, you know, the topic came up. But anyway, what I wanted to say is, when you think about a media, and you think about what the media can do for you in terms of elevating or breaking you, you, uh, you come up with things like, uh, in what world could a William Perry have became a household word at his size is not for the media. You know, or when you talk about Tim Tebow and his religious conviction and, and the things that he do good, you also come across uh, uh, there are many players in the NFL that do good things through the United Way that are not exploited by the media, you know, because that's a good that they do. Uh, I think Reggie White said it best. Uh, uh, if, if not, if not for my Lord, then how could all these things be possible? You know, so. Well, um, I, I know what you're saying on that, Mike, and I agree with what you're saying with what, you know, his religion. But I don't think anybody questioning his religion. That's not what it is. Guys, am I wrong or right? Well, I think you're right there. Uh, and, and, and I, and I understand that as well. Um, and I don't see anything wrong with him getting up there giving thanks to God. I, I, there's nothing wrong with that. Never has been. And, and numerous people Amen. before Tim Tebow has done have done that. Um, yeah. But to, to sit there and say that you know every every play that comes on or every time the Denver Broncos win that it's Tebow time or you know Tebow mm-hmm. wins another one uh, mm-hmm. it, that is is getting a little bit. Much and and that's what I think Eric and, and and I have been saying. It's not Tim Tebow and and what he's done, but it's saying that oh, it's Tebow time and Tim Tebow wins another game. Mm mm. Well, you, you know, know Mike. Well, I like to say this. Add this to that. I predict that Tim Tebow in the next two years will be in a Super Bowl because he has the guts that that most quarterbacks don't have. Like they were saying, you ain't gonna find a Drew Brees or. A, Tom Brady or Peyton Manning, you're not going to find any of these great quarterbacks moving about in that pocket to make it happen, you know. So uh, I, I believe in I believe in seeing him. You know, he, he's got the tenacity and the guts that it takes to to do what he needs to do. he got to drive, so. Yeah. yeah. You, know, you know, Mike, I hate to rush you, but give us your prediction. We've got more callers calling in to get a prediction. So, um, prediction. Who you got for Super Bowl? And give us a score. I got, I got the Giants over New England, 27 Giants, 24 New England. Giants over New England. All right, we'll wait. Call back in next week. All right. All right, thanks again, Mike. Okay, take care. All right, guys, we got Diane Brown from Kansas City. Are you there, Diane? Yeah, I'm here. How are you doing today? I'm doing all right. Feeling a little under the weather, but I'm okay. Uh, you're in the Kansas City weather, that's why. Yeah. It's all right. Well, uh, let's give us one. Let's give us your prediction of who you think, and please don't say the Kansas City Chiefs. Oh, <laughs> you got jokes today, huh? <laughs> okay, I'm going to go with uh, New England uh-huh. and San Francisco, but I think New England's going to take it 24-17. 24-17. you have any questions for the panel, Diane, if you'd like that? No, I'm not going to... Go on the Tebow thing. <laughs> Why not? I'm not going to go there. 
It don't matter. That's good. No, Thank you, Diane. No said about T-ball. <laughs> <laughs> you, you got anything for Diane? For about our prediction? I, I think it's a great one. I, I, I you know, I, I can't. Uh, and I know Galen likes San Francisco, and he's picked them. But my two teams that I picked aren't even in there. So for the for the NFC anyway. Um, but that's going to that's. I think it could go either way, San Francisco or the or the Giants. That's that's just a hard one to pick. Yeah, I think uh, I think San Francisco is going to beat the Giants. I think that's a good pick. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for being a great listener, Diane, and call back in again. All right, thanks, James. I feel, hope you feel better. Okay, thanks. Thanks. Bye. Well, guys, um, I guess we're down to our picks. Galen, are you still there? I'm here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess I'll start off first. I'm going to go with, and guys, and when we make our picks, let's do for our listeners why we think we um, feel that way. It's our opinion, right? I'm going right. with New England because Tom Brady is a beast, and nobody stopped Tom. Um, this offense, if you get him the ball, he's going to score. You know, but defense ain't that great, but, you know, he's a beast. I don't think nobody will pull it out. Um, I got to go with, you know, it's, it's touchy, Galen, you know, but I think the Giants are on the road. And, and you know how it is, Galen and Terry. The hot team always go to the Super Bowl and win, the ones in the last four or five weeks of the season. And the Giants are hot. Yeah. So I'm going to go 35-28. Um, New England and the Giants. New England and the Giants. That'll be my jersey. Go ahead. Who want to be next? <laughs> Go ahead, Galen. Okay, thanks. Uh, well, I'm going to pick San Francisco again because of their defense. They can, <clears throat> and the same with the New York Giants. <clears throat> Both of them can put pressure on the quarterback with rushing just four, four uh, down linemen, and so that's going to be a good game. Um, and it's going to be a lower scoring game. I think it's going to be in the you know the, the mid twenties or something like that for them. Uh, but I got twenty four twenty one San Francisco winning that game just because their defense is a little stronger. Uh, their defensive backs hit a little harder, so those receivers for the Giants are going to feel the pain a little bit. <clears throat> and uh, I think you know they can move Eli around in that pocket a little bit way better than the defense that Eli faced last week. And so. Uh, because the defense last week wasn't really a defense. You know, Green Bay is one of the worst defenses in the league. And so, again, I still pick uh, San Francisco. And as far as the New England-Baltimore uh, game, it's going to be tough, but I think that the Ravens are going to get it done uh, because of their defense. And uh, I think they can move Brady off of his spot. He likes to go back there, drop back, sit there. And I think the Ravens can put enough pressure on him to make him a little rattle like Rodgers was last weekend and uh, make him uh, throw some incompletions, make him have to throw it into a little bit tighter window than he, he has normally. And I think that the, the, the Baltimore Ravens defense can do that. On the other side of the ball, Flacco I'm not in love with, uh, but I think that the New England defense is horrible enough that he can beat them. And so I think that it's going to be a, uh, a Ravens and a San Francisco um uh, Super Bowl, I think, uh, both real strong defenses, low-scoring game. Uh, 24-17, uh, San Francisco. And, and, Terry, before you get going, we got to let the listeners know um, the comments that you made about your team. The reason why you're on your team because your team is not in it and will never be in it. 
I just wanted to throw that out there for the listeners. <laughs> Cowboys want. So if you want to get started on that, we talk about that later or we talk about it. Okay. Go ahead. What's your prediction? Here's the deal. You know, I've never done this before because once my team is, is out of it, I haven't really been interested. But, Love, you got me interested in this, okay? <laughs> Here's my prediction. <clears throat> I think that New York's going to go into San Francisco and win because, like you said, they are hot. They're playing their best football right now. Um, with them two big backs that they got, I think that that's, that's what's going to catapult them over uh, San Francisco. Um, and, and I know San Francisco's got a good defense, but when you have to watch out for the run as well, and if, if, if New York can get their running going, Eli is going gonna to do his thing. So I think that the Giants are going to win that. I don't think anybody's going to beat Brady. Uh, the Ravens have a great defense, but I just don't think they can do it. Uh, I know Galen likes that defensive teams. Them defensive teams win Super Bowls, and, and I can't argue with it. Um, but I just don't think that they can outscore Tom Brady. I predict 24-17 New England Patriots over the Giants in the Super Bowl. Well, Terry, since we threw it out there, you never told the listener who your team was. Oh, my team is the Cowboys. Everybody knows that. Everybody knows that. I'm not ashamed of that, love, and neither should you be. You know, because, hey, you know, we're both sitting at home right now watching other teams play. And and you act like I'm the only one sitting at home. Let's do it. Hey, Jalen. Yes? If I play you two times and I beat you two times, who who got dragon rights? You do. Exactly. Eagles beat Cowboys twice. No matter we sitting at home or not, I can sit over there and look at Terry like, hey, we beat you, right? I got something out of it. Am I right, Galen? Yes. Come on. Okay, like, right, what Galen? good is that going to do you? Brag on. What what good is that going to do you? We both sitting at home. <laughs> he does have a point. Brag <laughs> <laughs> on, love. You won. You, you won. <laughs> I will try to be nice, Galen. Well, guys, well, we went we, we to take a break. We went through break because I wanted to keep talking. I want, now, listen, let's make it a little bit fun this last part. I want to think, if you guys could think of something, well, it was, uh, one thing that was pretty funny about the season where you could say, come on, man, you know, I guess I'll start it off, you know. You know I got to go with this one. Do you um, listen or, get, I mean, um, Terry and Gavin, do you remember when Tebow went to pass the ball and he ran back and got stacked of, of a 21-yard loss? <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Throw the ball out of bounds or something. You're right, Terry? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess so, love. But come on, man. You know, <laughs> but I know that kind of hurt you. the game, so he couldn't throw it out of the bounds. I know that kind of hurt you, Gaylord. Huh? Come on, man. <laughs> come on. I'm a, you know, I'm going to come on, man. Yo, come on, man. I right, come on, man. <laughs> if come, it was the last play of the game. You had to throw it in mouth. It was over with. <laughs> come on, man. <laughs> hey, I got one for y'all. Okay. Love, you're going to have to come back on this. Michael Vick gets a concussion by his own player. <laughs> come on, man. <laughs> Well, I got to come over there for that. Say, who else would you want to hurt you? Your own teammate, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> you got one for us, Gary? Come on. I don't know, man. I can't think of one right now. Well, let's go with the most interesting play this year for, you know. Um, I guess, well, you know, you guys might not agree with what the guy for Cincinnati Bingham, when he did that flip over the Cardinals. That was nice. Well, that's yeah. amazing. What? That's athletic talent, you know. That was good. That was good. Hey, I got a question. What do you guys think about Cam Newton next year? What, what, what kind of player do you think he's going to be? He led the, he led the um, quarterbacks in, in touchdowns and all that stuff. Is he going to settle down in the pocket and start being a little bit more accurate, or is Cam going to change his game? Is he going to keep running? Uh, go ahead, Gary. You know, I think he'll try to settle down a little bit. Uh, you know, one year under his belt, that experience, and, and you know, getting a chance to see uh, pro-style defenses and so forth. I think he'll be a better quarterback. He may have a little bit of a sophomore slump. I think we had talked about this earlier. You know, he could have a little bit of a sophomore slump because you're still in the learning process as a quarterback in this league. And, you know, I think he's still going to be able to run and, and do the things that he does that makes him really effective out there. I mean, I don't know if he'll score the same amount of touchdowns, uh, but I think he'll still have that in his uh, repertoire to go to when he gets into trouble. I think the whole team as a whole, the team as a whole needs to improve in order for him to be able to sit back. I mean, he's getting a better offensive lineman in there, a better running game, so that he can do that. So, yeah. you know, I think, and um, I don't know, you guys. I know I talked to you about Terry, but you know, when you put a, a talented gentleman like that on a team that not as great, they're going to build a staff and like that, and they're going to look good, and they're going to look bad. They're looking bad because they're losing games. But they're looking good because they put up these stats and, you know, and all like that. When they're really looking good, I think, is when you put it all together and you start winning when you need to win. You know, like, I know some of those games with Newton, you know, might have threw an interception in the fourth quarter where they really needed. The great quarterback find a way to win. And he yeah. got to find a way to win next year to become great. It's just not being a, a touchdown leader or throw so many touchdowns, you know. It's about finding a way to win for your team. That's when you become a great quarterback, or what I think, you know. So What's that? What did you just say? <laughs> did you say find a way to win? <laughs> but you know what? <laughs> a team effort. He's contradicting just, himself, isn't he? He's, that's a little bit of a contradiction <laughs> from what you've been saying on the show. But he's not winning. He, some games he's not winning, he's getting the credit game, and that's what we're saying. People is not winning some no game, and he getting credit. I remember one game, you know. Oh, come on, man. See, that's the, that's, you can't have it both ways. Why, why not? You can't have it both ways. Okay, you can't say Cam Newton's not winning. He needs to win more. He's playing well. He's playing yeah, well, he, what you want Tebow to do. But if Tebow wasn't that, winning, he wouldn't be. Tebow's not. Hmm? He's putting up great stats, and people not. He's not three for twenty nine and passing. But you just said he had to win. Come on, man. (laughs) You just said he had to win. Isn't that what you said? Well, he got to he got to come in like well, and and like you say, Tebow has. But at the some games, it wasn't Tebow, Galen. That's what I'm trying to say. The defense held or um, uh, made the Bears fumble. You know. The defense got an interception, got people the ball on the 30. All he had to do was hand the ball and get a field goal. Come on, Galen. The defense they threw the touchdown to, to, to the receiver. The defense ran them yards up to get the field goal. 
Did they do that too? Well, how, many, how many games did he do like Caleb? One. No, he did a lot of games. He did a lot of games. And how many games did he do or fumble or, or uh, you know what? It's got to stop him. both plays. Either Cam Newton can be Cam Newton without winning and still be a successful quarterback, or Tebow could be Tebow doing the things he does but win. And you Cam can say it's not him, and you can say that it. Well, you go, what kind of credit are you going to give Cam Newton? They're not winning. They need to win. Well, so let me say this. The main Cam thing New- is for a quarterback to win in this league. Cam Newton is successful individually right now. Is that fair to say? Yes. As an individual, he's successful, right? Yes, yes. I would say he is. He's, he needs to improve, but yes. Yeah, individual. Now, the team effort to start winning, you got to figure out to put that team together, you know, how to win with the team. And and Tebow has done that in the fourth quarter, but handing the ball off, that's nothing to do. You can put a 12-year-old out there to hand the ball off. <laughs> you know what? We changed it, come on, man, to come on, Galen. Come on, Galen. <laughs> come on. That's you. Come on, man. <laughs> that's what we changed it to, you know. Yeah, <laughs> we... Was that fair to say, though? <laughs> yeah, I, I understand what you're saying, but I, and I wasn't trying to bring Tebow back into this. <laughs> so, but you did that yourself. When you say something like that, I'm, you got to say, "Come on, man!" <laughs> you had a lot of other quarterbacks who did pretty good, you know, freshmen and and coming into the league, and and I thought Camp needed some, you know, some props for that. So Andy, I was, I was just doing the question. Very well, this year for Cincinnati. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, guys, we have four minutes to close. I got all the emails for people predictions. So what I wanted to do, I'll save it for next week, and we got to do them next week. We'll read off everybody's prediction and their name, and then we'll talk about how we think what they, their picks are. So I kind of want to say that for next week, since it's that be that week, you know? Yeah. Since we had a good conversation today. So I got 15 right now. We'll read each one of them, and I will, you know, we'll, I'll take, or we can do them both or, you know, how we do it, but we'll read everybody's and read their names, where they're from, and then we'll talk about what we think of their selection. How does that sound? Sounds good. Sounds good. And then we'll have one session where they come, people call in next week and be like, come on, Galen. Terry, I'm going to use this big word, then I'm going to Google it, because I don't know if I'm saying it right, but I'm baffled about Galen. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go ahead, guys. Give us the last word before we get off. Well, I think uh, this weekend is going to be tough uh, for the uh, for the Giants. It's going to be a good game. Um, Very interesting. I, you know, the the competition is there. The Niners are good. It's going to be interesting because they're at home. Um, But I'll be I'll be interested. I'll be glued to the TV to see what happens here. Caleb. I, I, I agree with Terry on that. It's going to be fun watching these games. Uh, I just think uh, San Francisco's defense is just a little bit better. Uh, offense, they can run the ball. Uh, so, um, and then I, I'm, I'm going to be interested uh, with the uh, Baltimore uh, and the uh, uh, New England game. I want to see what that defense can do against Tom Brady and the boys. Yeah. And I just like to thank all our listeners out there. You know, we'll get, definitely get to your emails and we we'll get your feedback on what we think of it. And uh, guys, just want to get shout out to Matt. You know, Matt doing a great job with us getting you know calls in. So we appreciate you, Matt. And you know, keep doing what you're doing, Matt. And, wow. uh, and guys, I just like to say it's going to be a good week. And then after this, we're going to be talking about who we think is going to be basketball after this. Yep. Yeah.
<laughs> so, um, other than that, guys, um, thanks again, Dalen. Um, see you next week. And thanks again, Terry. Absolutely. Um, just like I say, and I, I say it over and over, Terry, and I call you all the time. <laughs> Come on, Galen. <laughs> it gotta get off of you, Galen. Hey, man. We gotta say, come on, love. <laughs> come on, love. You can't have it both ways. Come on, man. Hey, we still got a minute. You know, Galen Terry didn't want to bring up those Cowboys. He cut that off short, but the thing, I'm gonna leave that alone. <laughs> the Cowboys are the Cowboys, and we'll be coming back. We're always gonna be in it. You know, we're. We're 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 hated by many, but we're respected by all. We we are America's team. Don't forget that, love. I know. Well, this is Jay <laughs> Love. Green Bay's the new no. America's team. Oh, uh, I don't want to hear that. Green Bay's sitting at home too. Fifteen <laughs> one. They sitting at home too. You still got it, Galen. <laughs> all right. This is Jay Love, also Bella, loving that sports talk. And like I said, we'll be back next week. Co-host Terry Jackson and our very own. Come on, Galen. <laughs> That's going to do it for this week's edition of Loving That Sports Talk. But don't worry, James Loving will be back next week, Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Get ready to love more sports talk then. And keep in touch with James all week at Loving That Sports Talk at Yahoo.com. 